dude how was the walk uh it was good man it's a beautiful day out today so it's incredible that. outside it's yeah the first day that the sun has shown at least it seems like in a while right uh, especially with like this lockdown and everything yeah like I wouldn't I wouldn't mind it so much if I could open the windows and like the <laughs> weather was nice but it's been cold and rainy and foggy the last few days so today was a great break yeah today was awesome oh, yeah. it was we the first for, day where getting to work outside all day happened mm. that was nice yeah and it was semi-pleasurable yeah yeah, yeah. it even yeah, got we, a little warm yeah yeah, we just went for like almost a three mile walk and I had like sweatpants on mm. and I was getting kind of sweaty by the end of it. But it was a good yeah. feeling, you know. I I've missed the feeling of the warm sun on my skin. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah. It's, it's back a good feeling. And it's welcome it, back. It is definitely welcome. I'm here for it. Good deal. So you guys uh you guys relocated for the time being, eh? Yeah, Megan and I we packed up all of our essentials and headed out to camp for a while you know kansas yeah. city's shutting down and i'm really unable to go visit people um for right. like donor visits and things so uh being in kansas city has no real use for me mm-hmm. uh so we just came out to camp because she can work from afar and nice. i can just do some property work and stuff and so this morning we uh trimmed up some trees moved some dirt and then this afternoon i'm we're renovating a camper that's out here so i can live in it this summer Mm-hmm. Um, and so did a lot of that tore out mm. a kitchen took out all the cabinets and stuff and so um, our associate director she's priming it while I'm getting everything out and then we're going right. to paint it's going to be a pretty sweet spot right nice cool yeah. well yeah it seems like a good place to spend your quarantine <laughs> it's not bad tonight yeah. we're going to go take the mule out and watch the sunset so nice it's going to be yeah, a nice trip seems like a good time yeah, yeah, at least uh at least the whole lockdown thing happened when like people can go out and go on walks. Like for the right. most part, you know, the weather's going to be nice for a while. If it was like also winter, <laughs> yeah. That would be even worse. So yep. yeah, I, I don't know. Things I, are looking I go up. back and forth on how I feel about it. Like it's definitely a bummer, but it kind of is what it is at this point. So it doesn't really do anyone any good to like kick and scream about it, I don't think. Yeah. Are you still being productive with work at home? Yeah, man. I I've been like super productive, actually. I feel like I'm more productive here than I am at the office. Nice. Um, there's like, it's it's a little counterintuitive, but I feel like there's less distractions here. Um, obviously, there's like things around the house that I could be doing, like like I could be playing drums all day or just like dicking off on the computer and no one would really know. But uh, in the office, like people do this thing where like they need a break and so they will go to someone else's office and like, start up a conversation and like take up 20 or 30 minutes of everyone's time. <laughs> and that just gets a little bit annoying to me. Like I, I really don't like it. So like when I need to take a break, when I'm at the office, I usually just like walk around a little bit, but aimlessly walking around the office, it doesn't really do anything for my mental space. So <laughs> like here, when I need to take like a five or 10 minute break, I can like go do the dishes or I can like start laundry. So I'm like, checking off multiple boxes throughout the day in both like my work life and my chores life. And so by the end of the day, usually when I'm at work, like I'm spending a lot of time thinking about things that I need to do after work. But now at the end of the day, when work is over, I'm just kind of done. And nice. That, that is a great feeling for me. So 
yeah, yeah. I, I actually, so far I prefer working from home. The only real bummer is that like we can't go out to eat and like do things with friends that we would generally like to do uh, yeah. the time that we're not working, but it's all right. I'm trying to, trying to keep a good attitude about it. You sound like you're doing good so far. Trying. Taking a lot of multivitamins. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I just got back on multivitamins. I don't know if we talked about that. I take them yeah. regularly, but yeah. it's one of those things where if I'm going to go to the store and I'm out, it's just like, meh, it's just a vitamin. I eat fruits right. and veggies. Right. But I, Megan got them for me, and I just feel so much better. I need to get Dude. out of that mindset. Yeah. It It is one of those things that, like, while you're taking them, you kind of you kind of don't realize the benefit, but... And it's also easy to say, like you said, like, oh, I can get most of this if I just eat fruits and veggies, which is mostly true. But like things like B vitamins, like I feel like that's what really uh, changes your mood is like taking a, a lot of B vitamins. And that's what multivitamins have in them. And yeah, it's a game changer. It is. I, I just feel great. I've, I've been taking them every morning because I was I took them for like a week. I got a trial in the mail from GNC or whatever. So I figured it couldn't hurt. So I took them for a week and I noticed the difference. And then I ran out and I took the week off and I was like in a completely terrible mood all the time. I just like, you know, I didn't have enough energy and I don't know, just felt generally terrible. So I went and I bought vitamins again and I'm feeling good again. So yeah, I think it's, it's a good recommendation. High nice. tip is to yeah take some multivitamins <laughs> if you're not. For sure. All, all right, right. You got you an, ice, for an ice icebreaker breaker? for us? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Uh, Jake, my question for you today is what basic item in your pantry can you make a full meal out of? Basic item. What do you mean by basic item? Something that's just always on hand. You know, I think my basic item I always keep on hand that turns into a full meal when I make it. Like something mm. that can either be a snack or a meal. Oh, gotcha. Right. And so for me, I think that basic item, we've talked about this a little bit, is definitely ramen. Mm. Because that's one thing. Like if I'm just hungry and need a little something, I'll make mm-hmm. some ramen. Yeah. But if I want to make a meal, I will doctor up that ramen so hard and it's going to turn into something hearty. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Uh, okay, so I think um, my basic thing would be oatmeal. I've been mm-hmm. on a big oatmeal kick lately and a lot of people think like, when you think oatmeal, you think just kind of like gross bland because that's what how most people make it. It's just like hot water and oatmeal. And that's a pretty good like little go-to snack. And that's kind of what I do like before the gym. I'll just like pound some oatmeal real quick. But <laughs> uh, I also like I'll transform it on like Saturday mornings for my breakfast and I'll really doctor it up. Like I'll dump like protein powder in there and mix it up. I'll like cut up a banana and like some cinnamon and maybe some honey on top. It's it's it's, it's good. It's one of those things where like you can really change it. Like you said, kind of like ramen. You can doctor it up to however you want it and change the flavor of it. So. Yeah, I think that's my answer. Oatmeal. Nice. Those yeah, are two man. pretty good things. And everybody's yeah. got that. So while y'all are yeah. quarantined, let's try it out. Right. Yeah. And those are the kind of like the things that are flying off the shelves right there. Right now are like those non-perishable kind of, I don't know. Another one Another one I would say is like pasta. Pasta is a mm-hmm. good one that can be like really simple or really, really elegant depending on how you do it or rice or something like that. So yeah. Ooh, rice yeah. is a good one. I didn't think yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah, man, all the carbs, you need them. All of them. Yeah, that's all right. that's true. All of our answers are carbs. Dude, it's like the huh. it's like the foundation of every meal. <laughs> think I of wonder, like think of like the typical American diet and try to think of a meal that doesn't have carbs as like the base. You're not wrong. Yeah. It's weird. 
Because you can't make a, a full meal out of canned veggies. Right. But like huh. for lunch sometimes, like typically for lunch, I'll have like a basically no carb meal, like just chicken, chicken breast and some sort of vegetable. And people will walk by and they'll be like, dude, that is the most sad lunch I've ever seen. But then like <laughs> if I just had like a side of rice with it, they'd be like, oh, that's a pretty good lunch. <laughs> yeah. Know? Like just because it's, mis- it's missing carbs. Like I think of like when I was a kid and every every meal we had was like meat plus something plus bread. Like in the yep. bread, it's not like it was a sandwich. It was just like some bread, you know, yep. that we'd put butter on. It was just on the side. I don't know. It's It's an interesting thing, but. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Go America. Right. Should we uh, move into, you've got a topic for us this week. Dude, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's so much a topic, but just something that I'm struggling with. All right. I just, it just I'm doesn't here. get off my head. That's, uh, what I'm paid, that's what I get paid for. That's right. So there's, there's two kind of things I want to talk about because okay. my mind just bounces back and forth between them. Uh, the first one's more fun. The second one's actually something tough I got to decide on. Uh, so... The government just approved two trillion dollars to send out to everybody yeah. in the form of twelve hundred dollar checks, um, and we're going to get those. Go us because yeah. we don't make a lot of money. Um, and so my moral dilemma—I didn't have a moral dilemma until <laughs> Megan was like, "Well, what nonprofit are you going to give some to?" I'm like, "Dang it!" Because you know you get twelve hundred dollar checks, and I love my money that comes out of nowhere because that's my money to spend. Mm-hmm. and it's like 1200 bucks that look nice in the savings account but yeah. then also it's like well we're getting these checks because the whole purpose is to give back to the businesses so that our economy goes right. so you should probably spend it but then also i came up with this long list of things i wanted to buy and it was fantastic <laughs> yeah and then you also should probably give some to the charities that are struggling that are trying uh-huh. to feed people house people all uh-huh. that stuff uh, so that's one moral dilemma that always pops through my head right now i don't know if you've thought about this or not yeah so i didn't see that this was actually approved yeah it just happened today um what are the details like is it did they end up doing like twelve hundred dollars just like flat for everyone or is there stipulations or well i haven't seen since it was approved when i saw it maybe two days ago the last official thing i saw was everybody making under seventy five thousand dollars will get a twelve hundred dollar the stipend. Um, yeah. If you make under twenty nine, I believe, like every thousand under, it goes up another hundred bucks. Got something it. along those lines. And it's just like uh, one time, because I know they were talking about like if it would be ex- like uh, a repeated thing. Yeah. For for right now, what I understand is it's just a one time deal that could have changed. Yeah. Again, I haven't seen the final. Um, I just yeah. saw it was approved right before we got on the call. So yeah. So anyway. Given the given the chance, government's giving you twelve hundred bucks. What to do with it, huh? Yeah, yeah. I've I mean I've spent some time thinking about this just because of the headlines. I've been thinking about this ever since I learned of who Andrew Yang was because that's like <laughs> his his big running platform. Like one of the things he was running on was like the idea of universal basic income, and uh, I've thought a lot about what I would do with that money. Um, I don't know. I I guess I'm a bad person because the first thing I thought of wasn't to give it to a nonprofit. But, uh, like, I think, I think it depends on the person. Like, if you're financially stable and your job wasn't affected, like, for me, like, I'm still working from home and I'm still going to get, you know, the same paycheck that I'm getting, that I was getting before the, the world shut down. So, for me, like, I don't know, I'll probably use it 
to like pay off some debt I have or something. Or like I I guess I should use it as like I should give it back more significantly because I don't necessarily need it as much as someone who works like in the service industry that doesn't have a job right now. Um, I don't know. I feel like if you have like more need for it, then I don't think it's a bad thing to just keep it all for yourself and spend it on like your rent. <laughs> Cause I think that's the point. <laughs> that's the point of it, right? Is to supplement the income that you're missing out on for this month. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I like the idea of like using it to support local businesses, like budgeting that out for a month for like ordering food, like to go food from some good local restaurants or coffee shops or, you know, whatever. Um, I don't know, man. It's a good question. I think one, I don't know when I just get a nice check that has nothing to do with work. I love to spend it. I would much yeah. rather be, um, giving out of the money I make. Right. Rather than the money that's given to me. That sounds kind of bad. I feel like a terrible person saying that. Why? Because that's not very (laughs) gracious of me. I mean, you also give in other ways. Like you have a very giving personality. I don't think the I don't think the only way to be generous is through through money. I think that's like the easiest way and the easiest way to like show people, oh look what I did. I donated this much money to this thing. You know. Like I don't know. I I for a long time felt guilty about the fact that I don't give money to charities or to nonprofits or anything. Um, but I recently have realized that, you know, that's not for everyone. And I don't think that everyone should feel like it's okay if you don't feel obligated to do that. Especially if you're someone like yourself who has a very like selfless and giving job or personality in other ways, you know, I think sometimes, I think sometimes those things are more valuable than just like blindly donating money to a nonprofit just just because you feel like you have to. I don't think doing something because you feel like you have to is like a very generous thing to do because you're only Mm. doing it based on guilt, you know? But if you actually feel like passionate about something and you feel like, oh yeah, like I really feel led to give money to this organization because it means this to me. Like it means a lot to me because of this. That's a different thing, I think. But I don't think people should like feel obligated to give money to things just because like they feel guilty doing it otherwise. Like I think, I don't know, spending money on yourself is not like a bad thing. I agree with that. All right. You saw my moral dilemma. Number one. <laughs> so what things, what things do you want to, what things do you want to spend it on? Uh, one thing I've wanted to save up for a while, kind of been saving uh, a new hunting rifle. Mm. Um, would love to, get into that world a little bit. I mean, we have that outfitter that comes out here and they're always talking about how um, I could go out to the Colorado Plains with them and they take me on an antelope hunt and mm, stuff like cool. that. It's like, that just sounds neat to do. And, yeah. Um, I really think it'd be awesome to be able to eat the meat that you kill. Yeah. Um, learn how to clean an animal. Now, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to get the meat for myself or clean the meat off it. I'd like to take it to a butcher, but I'd love to be able to clean an animal and get all that process done. And really, I think the idea of knowing your food's a cool idea. Yeah. Um, That's one thing. Obviously, some shoes. Duh. (laughs) Uh, There's a new Yeti cooler that's like a Gatorade five-gallon jug. (laughs) I'm a Yeti pro, and I haven't bought a Yeti in a while. It's about time I I get back on that. You've got Uh, the itch. Maybe. I just take that 1200 bucks and find somebody that wants to sell a jet ski, you know, <laughs> yeah. 
Like my list is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of things. You, I mean, $1,200 can go a long ways. Uh, yeah. I will say though, I wouldn't be doing my justice as a good bro if I didn't say like, if you have things you should spend that money on, otherwise that's probably where it should go. But like if it's money that's just going to lay around, then yeah, do whatever you want with it. Oh, it's, it's just going to lay around. You know, it's yeah. nice. Uh, not being affected by the financial outlook of this problem for sure you know yeah uh, and and being a person who is responsible with money right and has the savings and whatnot right uh yeah so i just get to play with some money that comes in like this and that's right. a fun thing yeah that's how i feel about it like i feel super fortunate that i get to have these you know i'm i'm not worried about getting it for like surviving you know but i yeah. know there are people out there that are, that are that way so i think that's a good thing for that for sure yeah I agree. All right. So what's your other dilemma? Dude, this dilemma, this is a real dilemma and it's hitting real hard. Uh, so we've obviously been hiring for the summer for camp. Um, mm. This week, the board and I um, and the bishop of the Lutheran Church, uh, we came up with this, the, the answer um, with all this going on and um, with the bans being lifted the middle of May that starting camp the first beginning of June is just not the right thing to do. Right. Um, people's headspace won't be there. Uh, you know, and, and if things do continue, you can't just play patty cake with all the summer staff and um, their lives that they need to, you know, go get real internships for. And so we, right. we decided to cancel camp for the summer. Mm. Um, but if things do clear up, we're going to have four weeks of camp in July. Yeah. Um, and so we're able to hire, um, so I've gotten sponsorships for five staff uh, so far, and the, the board's okay with keeping those. And we hire the staff to do maintenance work around the site, um, retreat planning going into the fall, uh, planning for next summer, rewriting some of the programs and stuff since they haven't been really rewritten for five years. Mm. Um, and so like just stuff like that, just, you know, upkeep. Yeah. And yeah. so we're, I hired a lot more than five uh, staff. And so now I called them all and said, hey, this is what's going on. Would you still be interested in this internship situation of which all of them said yes? Mm. And I was really hoping That's some of them would be like, ah, <laughs> yeah. well, I, I'll just go, you know, camping right. really gets in the way of my internships. I'll just go do that. And all of them said yes. Yeah. Um, and I think one of my best skills in this job is hiring staff that are fantastic. Yeah. And I'm having a real, like just talking about it right now is giving me some tummy turns on mm. who to hire going forward. Yeah. And it's tough because one of those positions has to be taken up by the marketing person because we're going to do a lot of Facebook Live and Instagram Live stuff mm -hmm. to bring camp to them. One of these jobs has to be taken up by the guy that can fix all the small engines mm. and run a chainsaw all day. And so you're left yeah. with three spots for the other eight people. Mm. Uh, and I have my my preferred ones. But then while I was working in the camper, one of the ones uh, who's, who's all on the list, they're all on the list. They're all preferred. One of them sent a picture of a painting she drew of Tomashinga. It's like, ha, ah, I can't imagine breaking anybody's heart over this. Yeah. I mean, it is a pretty understandable circumstance, though, right? Yeah. Also, does anyone like... Does anyone on your board or like that you work with listen to this? Because I don't want <laughs> I don't want you to get in Absolutely trouble for, not. for airing out. Okay. Yeah. Uh man, I don't know. I've never been in that position. So I don't really have any advice for you other than go with your gut. 
I know. Part of me is like, well, let's just get them all sponsored. Find enough people that want to put up that money. That's another option, yeah. But then, are we going to get anything done with 10 people? Because yeah, you don't, you, don't want to have, you don't want to have too many cooks in the kitchen because then it'll be a waste of time and money. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. It's a big <laughs> decision. We're, we're having interviews with them next week mm. uh, with a decision to be made by the end of next week. Mm. Man, it's not fun. This is yeah. one of the tougher things I've had to do. Yeah, like, I can just, imagine that would be kind of gut-wrenching. Yeah. Especially because it's all like people that you like. I think it, you know, it'd be different if it were just like any other job and you're you're hiring for like some stupid job, you know, <laughs> like right. some BS job and you didn't really know the people. Yeah. But yeah. There's definitely a level of, uh, I don't know, attachment that goes into that. I feel like there is. That's tough, man. That's one of those that's just going to keep me up all night, which yeah. is life. Well, I'm sorry. I don't have any uh, helpful advice for you. It's all right. It was worth a shot. I'm also yeah. not I'm also not wrestling with any moral dilemmas myself right now. So I feel bad that <laughs> I'm not gonna contribute to the other half of this conversation very well. But I feel like I always have a moral dilemma of some sort going on. Yeah. I I don't always care about things, but when I care, I care. Yeah. And that causes me to I don't know. Yeah, I mean stew on things a lot. That's probably good though, because I feel like you probably care about things that matter whereas you could be like me and you care about everything but you also care a lot about everything so you're just always stressed out <laughs> yeah the our associate director i don't even know what happened she was trying to do some stuff in the camper today while we were working in there and she's like what do you think about this do you want this or this i'm like i don't care she's like why don't you care about anything i'm like if i did care yeah. i'd tell you what i thought but right it's pretty indifferent to me. Right. Yeah. I don't think that's a bad way to be. Yep. All right. Well, All right. should we uh, move into some headlines then since we didn't solve either of your moral dilemmas? Hey, we solved one of them. I'm getting oh, a that's, jet ski. Uh, that's true. Dude, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so kind of the biggest thing right now, um, the Olympics are moving to 2021. That's Dude, crazy. Yeah, that's so crazy. I can't imagine the nightmare that would be to move something like that. Right. Like, I know I know it's going to be in the same venue, right? It's still going to be in Tokyo. Yeah. So that at least is nice. They don't have to replan all that. But, uh, yeah, it's just, it's so crazy to me. I feel like it's good for the city because I think with an event like that, you always feel unprepared. Yeah. Uh, but terrible for the athletes. I can't imagine training four years and then being told, oh, train another one. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, I saw something, I think Jordan Burroughs, posted something on Twitter. He's, for anyone who doesn't know, he's an Olympic wrestler. Uh, went to Nebraska, actually. That's right. And, uh, yeah, he was, I don't know. He said after the Rio Olympics, he was, like, contemplating retirement. And so he was, like, really looking forward to this Olympics. And he's still going to compete next year. But I can't imagine, like, being an athlete at that caliber and, like, basically planning your whole life for four years around peaking at, you know, a specific time and someone just telling you, oh, hey, by the way, right. you're going to have to do this on one more year. <laughs> that sucks. Because there's going to, I, I bet there's going to be a number of people that like probably don't compete next year or something. Like, I don't know. I guess at the Olympic level, you could probably make it another year, but I feel like some people are going to burn out. Yeah. Oh, well, that's how it goes. 
Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. I don't it. mean I'm... that to everybody <laughs> that's competing. Yeah, all <laughs> of our listeners, like... all of our listeners that are Olympic athletes, we're not trying to offend anyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in other news, Tom Brady, he's going to Tampa Bay. Yeah, crazy. That's awkward. It is. Um, uh, Philip Rivers, he's going to the Colts. The quarterback shuffle is on. I love yeah. watching it. Who's going to fill Tom Brady's spot at the Patriots, you think? Uh, Brandon Hoyer, is that his name? Mm. Hoyer's his last name. He just signed with him. Yeah. And I just saw that in his contract, uh, he's going to make minuscule money unless he wins the starting job, and then he's going to make all of the money. Really? Which is, hey, which is interesting. It's a good incentive, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they'll pick somebody up in the draft. Um, yeah. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a free agent. Maybe he'll mm. end up there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Uh, in the music world, Kenny Rogers, he died at age yeah, 81. That. Peacefully in his home. That's what good at least. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bummer. Um, the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody turned 15 this past week. Wow, that makes me feel old. I loved that show. Is that 15 from the first episode or from the last episode? From the first. Okay. That's a little bit. Uh, my favorite sweet life of Zach and Cody mem is when, oh, I can't think of her name. The rich girl. Oh, yeah. London. London. London when London, London was in. learning how to drive. Oh. And she talks about the Prindle. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think about that basically every time I see the gear shift on my car. Me too. I think That's about funny. that scene. Yeah. Um, and one of the greatest things that happened this past week, uh, ESPN brought back ESPN the Ocho. Yeah. Um, with with just random games. There was some juggling dodgeball, which was awesome. Real dodgeball, yeah. um, slippery stairs, um, belly flop competitions. I loved every minute of it. I, I think I heard something about like marble races as well. Marble races <laughs> happened, yes. It was it was fantastic. <laughs> What a world. They played this game called uh, Zone Ball. And yeah. I don't know how I'm going to describe it to you over this, but uh, <laughs> it's like handball. Uh, there's a circle in the middle of the field that's coned off. You can't go in. Yeah. And there's just uh, a board with a net in the middle. And you got to throw it into the net for it to score. I'm okay. going to build that out of camp. It looked awesome. That'd be sick. Nice. Uh, those are my headlines. Do you see anything I missed? No, dude. I I mean, I've been in a hole for the last two weeks. I haven't really... I've, I've been staying off of like social media and stuff because that's where I get most of my news, unfortunately, because I am so sick of just constantly hearing about coronavirus and like seeing memes about it and stuff. So uh, this whole thing's been kind of good for me because I've sort of detached a little bit, which is odd. You'd think that in quarantine, you'd be more attached to those things. But yeah, I don't, I don't really have any headlines for you this week. Not a problem. You want to hit us with your high bro tip of the week? Yeah, man. So my high bro tip of this week is going to be uh, get outside if you can. I know there's some cities that are in lockdown and are a little bit more strict about it. Like you can't be out walking around. Um, but if that's not the case for you, take the chance. Uh, don't sit inside all day, especially if the weather's nice. Go get some vitamin D. Sit out on your patio or something. Just get outside however you can. Nice. Uh, my high road tip is great to follow that. Don't forget your allergy medicine. Dude. Appalling counts are going up, boys. Yep. Uh, take those. Get your Allegra, your Zyrtec, whatever you need. Yeah. Um, it's hitting me so hard. Yeah, so, I bet. Have you ever thought about getting, getting getting an allergy shot? Uh, 
No, my mom gets one. She gets it weekly. Not something yeah. I'm intrigued in doing. Yeah. Um, I'd rather. Oh, she suffer. gets it every every week. Yeah. Dang, that's yeah a little bit aggressive. Yeah. I I've thought about it because I my allergies are so bad. Once they kick in, like I can't stand them. But I hate going to the doctor, so <laughs> I guess I'd yep. rather just whine about it. I feel you with that. Alrighty. All right, man. Well, stay safe. Stay alive. We'll catch you next Until week. Until then. Yep. Later, bro. With that, I think it's time to wrap up this episode of Bro Date. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and write a review of our show if you haven't already. Intro and outro music is the song Dreamin' by the Talbot Brothers off their album Grey. And be sure to check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Bro Date Podcast. And always feel free to send us topics and questions to feature on the next show. Until next time, stay high, bro.